Before we jump into this episode, you know that I love collaborating with other business owners because the more we support each other, the more we will collectively grow. And that's why I want to tell you about an incredible event that I am thrilled to be part of, hosted by one of our wonderful podcast guests, Wendy Collier. You're invited to experience Ticket to Freedom in its 10th season. This free event is a virtual learning retreat with business building and spiritual growth gifts where myself and a panel of other heart-centered, high-integrity leaders are helping you fulfill your purpose, grow your business with authenticity and soul fuel, and attract more soulmate clients without sacrificing what is most important to you or spending your life on social media. And you know I am all about all of those things. So head over to wendycollier.com slash Kelly to save your free seat before registration closes on May the 7th. That's W-E-N-D-Y-C-O-L-L-I-E-R.com forward slash K-E-L-L-Y. Hello, friend. I am so excited to bring you another amazing guest episode today on Entrepreneur School. And I'm really glad to introduce you to Sarah Noel Block. She is your marketing strategist friend. And Sarah has rocked the content world for 16 years, supporting big name clients, but her heart lies with the small teams. And as a creator of the Strategic Spark Workshop, the strategic story and the tiny marketing framework. She's a master at helping tiny teams achieve big results with an award-winning content platform under her belt and features an entrepreneur, Forbes and Thrive. Sarah knows her stuff. You can catch her speaking at conferences, dazzling audiences with her wisdom. And here today on the Entrepreneur School podcast, where we sit as two marketers sharing ideas and perspectives and different ways that you could actually streamline your marketing because we know your time is really limited and how to really make that tiny amount of effort go farther for you. So I'm excited for you to dive into this conversation and for you to meet Sarah. This is the Entrepreneur School Podcast, where we believe you can run a thriving business and still make your family a priority. This show is all about supporting you, the emerging or early stage entrepreneur on your journey from solopreneur to CEO while wearing all of the other hats in your life. My name is Kelly Sinclair, and I'm a brand and marketing strategist who started a business with two kids under three. I'm a corporate PR girl turned entrepreneur after I learned the hard way that life is too short to waste doing things that burn you out. On this show, you'll hear inspiring stories from other business owners on their journey and learn strategies to help you grow a profitable business while making it all fit into the life that you want. Welcome to Entrepreneur School. Hey, Sarah, welcome to Entrepreneur School. Thank you so much for being here on the show today. I'm really excited to dive in with you and talk about some interesting perspectives on marketing. Thank you for having me. It is a good topic today. I'm excited to talk about this. I love that we're like both marketers and excuse me, we can bring, you know, we can have this conversation from like our own different experiences and uh, so let's just start off by like giving everybody a bit of context around who you are and what you do and what your background is. 
Yes. So I'm Sarah and I founded Tiny Marketing. And I work with entrepreneurs, B2B entrepreneurs that have zero to two person marketing departments. My background, I've worked in marketing leadership for the past 15 years and I was always part of a small team, like a one person marketing department. So I need to be super streamlined and super efficient with my time. So that's how I built out these frameworks. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is how to be consistent without burning out. A lot of a lot of our people are solo entrepreneurs, and it's so easy to burn out when you have to wear all the hats. Oh, absolutely. And we have this sort of message fed to us that, you know, well, we know that one of those hats obviously is marketing and promoting ourselves. And it's important to do that because if you don't talk about your business, you don't have a business. But <laughs> how do we do this and maintain sanity in all of the other yeah. areas? And what does consistency even mean? Right. It doesn't have to look like how it looks from the outside. A lot of these big creators, you might think that they are just constantly online and doing their thing, but oftentimes they've batched it and scheduled it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we're comparing ourselves to people who have like multi-person teams as well. Yeah. Sometimes. That's true. That's mm -hmm. true. <laughs> I actually saw um, one of like the big Instagram creators, Brock Johnson. He posted a little while ago about his like my current Instagram strategy and what I'm doing now. And I so appreciated that the second slide on that carousel was like, for context, Instagram is my full-time job. I have a team that helps me with this. I do not have children. It's like, thank you. That's nice. That's nice because it gives realistic expectations. We look at these people and we're like, why aren't I where they are? But we all yeah. have different lives and different amounts of time available to be able to do the thing. Yeah, exactly. So when you think about consistency, what does that mean to you? Picking a thing and sticking to it, showing up for your audience, but it doesn't have to look like an everyday thing. It doesn't have to be every day. It could be, hey, I'm deciding that I'm going to show up on LinkedIn every Monday and that's it. And that's okay as long as you're showing up consistently. So I call it core content for your choosing to schedule and you stick to it and that's it. You repurpose it for everything else. So like you mean as in one platform primarily? I mean, one thing, like let's say you only have time to do one thing a year. Like let's just go all the way out. You only have time to create one piece of content a year. If you do a, if you survey your audience, for example, and then you create a report out of that, that's enough content that can come out of that to feed everything else for a year. You can set up. 12 newsletters with different points from that report to go out to your audience each month. You can create content that you learned about from that report for your social media platforms. But as far as channels are concerned, I think focusing on one first before expanding, like master that makes a lot of sense. You don't have to be everywhere. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time and I still only show up on LinkedIn. I don't care about the other channels. Right, exactly. You pick you pick what works for you and your brand and like a, a platform that you actually like and an audience where the audience actually is for your business. Yeah. 
where's your people? Show up just there. It's okay. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a relief so much for um, people listening to this, like trying to be everywhere. Omnipresence is such a buzzword, right? Yeah. You don't need it. You don't need it. So actually, I talked about this recently. If you want, if you want profiles everywhere, that's okay because it takes up SEO real estate. So you have those profiles, but just set it up and set expectations in your bio or in the pinned post that you have. Give like the three things about you, what your offer is, who you are, and a lead magnet, those three things, and then let people know where you spend your time. What's your primary channel? That's all you need to do. You don't need to actually feed them. You could just own that real estate in case you want to expand there one day. Yeah. And a little bit of brand protection for yourself where you, you know. Yeah. You don't want people to name it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I got threads, but I don't use it. <laughs> yeah. Same here. I don't ever go on it, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you came up with a bit of a, a like a three-part strategy on how to maintain this consistency without like burning yourself out. So you want to walk us through that? Yeah. So let's start with what core content is, and then we'll go into how does this look if you don't even want to do core content? (laughs) So core content would be like your podcast. You're committing to posting a podcast once a week or once a month, whatever your cadence is, and you've committed to that. This is a series or episodic, and you have to do that. So that would be core content and you're, it'll, it keeps you consistent. It keeps you honest because you have yeah. to do it. Yeah. So let's say you're like, no, I do not want core content. I don't want to be creating something all the time, but I still want to show up consistently. So I've come up with these three ways that you can show up consistently without having to do that. The first one would be capsules. So <laughs> I was telling you before we started, as, as soon as I started talking about capsule content, I've noticed that other people have started doing capsule content. And what it is, is choosing one very specific topic and then creating a very limited amount. Like think of a limited series. It's what, eight episodes and it's that's the whole story arc in a limited series. So this one would be like, the, I let's say you have an offer that you want to sell. And there's a specific challenge around that offer that you're solving. Create six podcast episodes and that becomes the capsule podcast where it's just that and you can use that as a lead magnet if you want that a private podcast or you can use it as a way of discovery content to bring people in. But you don't need to do it all the time. You could create these in offers Like this is a capsule around this topic and this is a capsule around this topic. So you don't have to be consistent. You just batch it and do it. That's one easy way to do it. Yeah, that's interesting. And that way, like I love that too, because the kind of the more you talk about one particular thing and the, the multiple different ways that you talk about that one thing, you're more likely to create that full picture for somebody who's listening to it. And you are going to connect in with them in some, in one way or another, because everybody receives things differently, right? So it kind of gives a little bit more variety for your audience as well. And it helps position you as 
more of an expert on that particular topic because you talked about it multiple times instead of just as a one-off thing. Like sometimes as a podcaster, I like to just, you know, share personal story or like a behind the scenes, something that's happening. And that's not necessarily like the core of what I want to be talking about or what I want to be known for as my brand. But you know, visibility is. So I do series. I guess I did that. I had capsule <laughs> on visibility earlier on in the year as well. Yeah. So that that's a great point in that you could do this encapsulated within your already existing platform. You could do it and it would be, yeah, like a limited series within your already existing one. Yeah. It could just live on its own. I'm curious on your opinion as a marketer, um, as far as like, like we're talking about consistency and we've already said that that doesn't mean like you do it every single day. Like you're just picking something because half of it, I I truly personally believe is your commitment to yourself and following through on it. Um, that helps, but like, as far as that core content piece, and you mentioned like either like doing a big report or um, a podcast or something. And to me, those are both like long form content pieces. So mm-hmm. would you specifically recommend long form content as a core content approach so that it can then be divvied up and split up amongst other platforms? Yeah, it should be bigger so you can get the most out of it if you only have time to create one thing a year like let's say let's toss out the report that's not a thing let's say a virtual summit and you have invited 10 experts to speak on a specific topic they submit their master classes for you you host it in a platform that can be divvied up into a thousand different things it can be upsold to a vip with their different lead magnets but it can be divvied up enough that it feeds everything, all your other channels that you have established yourself on for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So it needs yeah. to be kind of robust. Yeah, I, I love that too. And also like the flip side of it is why would you spend all this time make, just writing like little captions for a social media platform when you could put that same amount of time into something more robust, as you say, and then reverse engineer and hand it out the other way. Yes. And I mean, our goal is to generate leads, right? That is what our goal is. And that those big pieces like a report or a summit, they're always gated. So you can take those little pieces to pull people over to those bigger pieces. But the point is, I want your email address. I want to be able to sell to you later. Yeah, exactly. That that way you're your the effort that you're putting into the content that you're creating is actually turning around and generating a, a relationship for you to pursue. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have the time to waste just posting on Instagram for no specific purpose. Your time needs to be spent making money. And the way you make money is with your email list. Mm, yep. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So what is the second um, strategy for staying consistent? Yes, um, campaigns. So uh, thinking in terms of, let's go back to an offer, like you have a specific offer that you want to sell. Now, what content do you need to produce in order to move people through the customer journey to that offer? So this can look like a lot of different things. It could be 
blog series. It could be guest articles on other people's publications. It can be videos. It can be a combination of those things. But it's very specific and its purpose is to move people through that journey. So think of it in terms of campaigns and getting people to buy in the end. So sit down one time, put together your content calendar around the campaign, and then let that be. So I think, you know, as marketers, our brains work that way. But for those who are just wearing a marketing hat, even who are like, I don't understand. <laughs> Can you be more specific? <laughs> yeah. So look at your favorite sales pages. What sales pages have you read and you were like, here's my wallet, take my money. Those structures can be broken down into different content pieces. So like the beginning of it, you're talking about the challenges that your customer is going through and what they might be experiencing. So you can create content around those challenges and the pain that they are experiencing in different ways they can solve that. You're talking about objections. What objections are people going to be going through as they're looking through your sales page and recover those objections before they become actual things. Like tell them why they aren't actual objections. And then talk about maybe the things that they have tried before. What are your competitive alternatives that people have tried that haven't worked? And that can easily become a video where you're looking at all of the different options to solve this problem and why they don't work but this solution does work so mm. that's how you can create a campaign around it look at a structure of a sales page and you can create content around it yeah so it's like again like the different angles to be talking about the same thing but with the core one specific like call to action in mind mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay awesome and then what's the third the third is batching mm. that <laughs> if you're like heads down in client world, you don't have time to market all the time. Set aside, block off one week, a quarter, and batch all of your marketing. For me, I set aside Fridays. So every Friday, I put together my marketing for the next week, schedule it out so I don't have to think about it again. Yeah. I was just on a podcast before this one, just happens to be a crazy meeting day. And he was asking me how much time I spent on social media because it seems like I'm there all the time. Mm -hmm. I was like, 15 minutes a day, believe it or not, because I batch everything. And then I show up for 15 minutes a day and like comment and engage with the people that I hang out with on LinkedIn. But that's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love that strategy too. And also like, and I've talked to um, productivity coaches and such before on the podcast who talk about just like, you know how your brain works differently. Like you're either in, yeah. you know, a strategic mode or a creative mode, or you, you have to, you're shifting constantly. And the more that we can reduce the amount of time that we're shifting our brains into different types of tasks, the more effective we're going to be in each of those places. So that's why batching yes. makes total sense. It's so much easier. And it's a lot of women who listen to the show, right? Oh, yeah. I was at a mastermind retreat not that long ago, and we were talking about our creative flows, but we were talking about how our cycle affects our creativity. Yeah. And 
like if you know what point in the month you're at your most creative. For me, it's when I'm ovulating. I'm like <laughs> super, uh, super creative mode. But that's a great time to create all of your content and batch it. So just like listen to your body and when your flow is there and just preemptively schedule it. Like, yeah, it's so true because when you try and like be like, I'm going to do it on Thursday and then you are like, I don't actually want to get out of my sweatpants. Yeah. And I don't feel like for me, unless like the fact that I'm wearing a blanket right now, I'm like, this is my like. <laughs> professional kind of like you know power I, I like to like feel like a power woman in when I'm creating something or like working for a client or whatnot I can't do that in my sweatpants but there's days that you just want to be in your sweatpants I know and if you listen to your body you know like the general cycle of when you feel lazy and when you feel your most creative or your most energetic just pay attention to yourself. Yeah. Go okay. with that flow. That is a great bonus point. <laughs> we'll you the consistency. So for those people who are like, okay, I'm just getting started with marketing. How do I even choose like where, what platform or what type of strategy I should use for trying to grow an audience? What are your recommendations? In this example, have they ever worked with anyone before? Like had clients? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would okay. say like first few clients. Okay. I would say ask your favorite clients where they hang out online and then just go to that channel. That's what I do for all of my clients. I literally get on the phone with their, with their customers and talk to them. I interview their customers and say, well, where do you spend your time online? What challenges are you going through? Why do you pick them over, over your, their competitors? I know all that information, so I'm only doing what matters. I can clone their favorite people. Hey, explain this further. <laughs> you're like, this is so simple. I'm like, what What do you mean you're talking to your clients' clients? Yes. So every single engagement I do this, it's the first thing I do is I interview all of the internal stakeholders. That's like the very first project. And then second is I interview their favorite customers. And I figure out what their customer journey was, what challenges they're going through, and uh, what solutions they've tried in the past, where they spend their time online, what kind of content they prefer. I get all of that information. And then I build their marketing strategy around that. Mm, that is so good because it's really challenging for us as the business owner to answer those questions. Around yeah. what the what the journey is or how like even if you ask the right question like cause I'm going I asked that question to my client and they can't quite figure it out either but that's because you need to ask that client client yeah you're you're asking the wrong person it mm -hmm. I mean I've done that too and that's why I discovered you guys don't know you're you're doing the work and not paying attention to to that sales journey mm, so this is this is a little bit of a like relief moment too for those of you listening who are like I don't really quite understand what my client journey is yeah it's because it's hard to figure it out it's challenging yeah and you're not alone because no one does until you start talking to them and asking yeah customers Ooh, ooh that's really good what a another bonus juicy <laughs> moment that we are having here 
Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show today. I want to allow you the opportunity to share with our listeners where to find you and hang out with you. I think you said LinkedIn is your favorite. Yes, that's the channel I hang out. I have the Tiny Marketing Podcast if you want to listen to my sultry tones. <laughs> and um, you can head over to my website, Block. Dot com. Did I forget my name a minute? Maybe. <laughs> um, so it'll be sarahnoelblock.com and I'll do slash entrepreneur. So just your people can go there and I'll have some giveaways and goodies. Oh, goodies. Okay. Fantastic. Love that. Thank you very much. Appreciate uh, you taking the time today because I know that you are a busy entrepreneur and a mom and doing all the things and wearing all the hats just like we all are. Yep. My babes will be home in about a half hour. <laughs> mm, yep, I hear ya. All right. We will see you next time. Thank you. You did it. You just listened to another episode of the Entrepreneur School podcast. It's like you just went to business school while you folded your laundry, prepped dinner, or picked up your kids at school. Thank you so much for being here. I want to personally celebrate your commitment to growing your business. You can imagine I'm throwing confetti for you right now. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review. Make sure you're subscribed and let us know you're listening by screenshotting this episode and tagging us on Instagram. Head to entrepreneurschool.ca for tons of tools and resources to help you grow your business while keeping your family a priority. You can subscribe to our email list and join our community. And until next time, go out there and do the thing.